followed. Welcome to When Doc Speaks. I am your host, Doc Holly. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to talk to you today about the five stages of dating. Y'all know me. Like, there is levels to everything. So, obviously, there has to be stages to this whole dating thing, right? So, I hope that in this discussion that we're going to have is that it's going to, you know, really kind of like open up your eyes, your heart, and your mind to where you can, you know, kind of know where I'm coming from when I state these things. And so, whether you're at the start of a blossoming relationship or if you've been with your significant other for years the reality is this every relationship grows through the same five stages of dating and so these five stages y'all know I get tongue-tied okay but these five stages are attraction reality commitment intimacy and engagement I'm gonna give them to you again attraction reality commitment intimacy and then engagement. Now, it may seem pretty obvious, but relationships, whether they are romantic or platonic, grow with time and undergo very distinct changes as bonds are formed and intimacy is developed. And I think we should really focus on the reality that intimacy can and should be the game changer from what is platonic to what is romantic, right? So. As your relationships evolve through each of these stages, you'll learn more about each other and determine if you and your partner are committed and destined for a lifetime together. Because this is where many people that talk about the intentional, purposeful dating are trying to get to. It's not the one night stands. It's not the casual friendship thing. It is, are we gonna life it together? And that can come by way of either going before, you know, for a religious ceremony where we are just honoring God, you know, going before and just literally, you know, saying our vows, or we go get that marriage certificate at the courthouse. So whatever your preference is, it is still yet in essence, the end goal to cultivate this lifetime together. So now if you've begun dating someone new, or if you're unsure at what stage your existing relationship is at, this podcast is really for you, right? We're going to talk you through each of the five stages of dating. So you can work out where you are, you and your partner right now, and more importantly, whether your relationship has the strength to flourish into a long-term commitment. Now listen, this is not an end all be all, but this is a very good basis. And you know I'm not going in an effort to attempt to steer you wrong, but everything that I try to give you, I give it from a, a, a place of like life experience from myself or from friends, friends and family that I have, you know, shared experiences with and, you know, share with the masses so we can learn and grow. I have that saying, I water you, you water me. And guess what? We grow together. So let's get growing. So the first point that I want to make is attraction. 
The first stage is attraction. Attraction is the first stage of dating and it plays a fundamental part in whether the connection can develop into something more. Whether you meet each other naturally, you know, while you're like around your friends, family or acquaintances, or even if you meet on like online dating apps or wherever, there has to be an element of attraction between each couple in order for it to develop into something romantic. And so I don't care what nobody say, if you don't have attraction right off the bat, you know, from someone where there's something that's that driving force, then more than likely, you know, you're gonna stumble and it could just remain as a platonic friendship. Listen, we can make friendships all day and every day, but in order to get to the romantic side, it's the attraction for me. <laughs> now, often, you know what? This stage of attraction when it comes to the romantic interest is known as the honeymoon phase. Y'all don't always, y'all heard it, y'all heard it before. And so this is the stage at which everything feels so very brand new. It's so exciting. Um, it seems almost perfect. But you know what? This stage often lasts for just a few months, right? It lasts like for a few months of the courtships. And so in that, what we often see is like there's constant communication, uh, lots of messaging back and forth. I mean, from all different avenues, we try to video chat, long phone calls, sometimes overnight. I don't want to get off the phone. You get off the phone. Okay, I'm doing too much. I know. But listen, it happens. And so you will also find that during this period, you will go on like lots of dates and make time to get to know more about one another before you decide whether to take things to the next level. And the interesting thing about this is that this is where couples tend to put the most effort. Mm -mm -mm. So now I want to jump into the second stage. And that second stage is reality. Because stage two, as it relates to reality, this is the stage that it tends to like creep up real slow and it can last around about like six months or whatever up to six months let's say because sometimes you know i don't put time limits on anything as far as how you progress in love but definitely when it when we talk about these stages you can experience this then you know around that six months faster the reality sets in or whatever sometimes it goes a little bit faster but this signals kind of like the end of the honeymoon phase. And at this point, it's at which you might start to see like the flaws in your partner and notice things that annoy you. Um, but this doesn't mean you no longer like or love each other, right? It's just reality and life is setting in and you tend to become more aware of your partner after the rush hormones, you know, have subdued. And so, for example, you may find that as you start spending more time together, you notice like little quirks or habits that you might not have noticed at first. Now, hmm, unfortunately, it is the second stage where lots of relationships fail. And the reason that they're failing is because effort stops. Like, again, the dating. Like, we was dating, you know, in that <laughs> attraction phase. But now that we've gotten to the reality stage, you're probably going on dates, you know, once a week. And for some people, once a month, if at all. Listen, the good news is this. If you make it past the stage, this is a good sign of things to come. I promise. <laughs> There's a fight in it, y'all. Listen. Let's jump over to the third stage. The third stage is commitment. 
And so it is with commitment that once you get past the reality stage, you enter into the commitment phase. And then at this point, you express a desire to be with each other exclusively. And you have grown to not only recognize, but accept the flaws that may come with your partner. Now you guys have heard me say, I am a love practitioner and I believe that all relationships are built on four principles. And that is acceptance, understanding, respect, and appreciation, hands down. So to get to the place to where you can recognize and accept the person's flaws, look, we're already finding a great foundation to begin. And so in the commitment stage, this agreement to commit to each other, regardless of circumstances, also means accepting their dreams, goals, wants, and needs in life. (coughs) Excuse me. This could mean things like (coughs) deciding where you want to live together. (coughs) Um helping them to achieve career goals and discussing plans for the future. And so now we're gonna move on to the fourth dating stage, which is intimacy. Stage four is intimacy. And this typically involves nurturing the true love that has been cultivated over the the past time that you guys have been sharing, which it very well, again, depending on your time limit where you go, some people can get to this stage within three months. And for some people, it might take a year to eat its own. But contrary to popular belief, this stage doesn't just relate to physical intimacy. It's also about connecting beyond the stuff that's superficial, y'all. Listen, once two people have bonded with each other, this is when true love really begins. And so this stage usually means opening up to one another and really letting you know, your guard down. This is that stage for me, if you know me, this is the safe space. This is the space of where we are creating an environment for both of us to thrive. And so for the first time in the relationship, you will begin to be vulnerable without holding back learning about each other's past and deeper feelings and seeing their true character in a whole new light. So I implore you to truly embrace this as you're becoming and you're connecting and you're bonding and to allow yourself to get to this place of vulnerability, which definitely will sustain your relationships in the long term. But guess what? Listen to me. Don't stop the process. You got to be consistent with it. And you got to continue to make the effort so that this can continue to thrive in your relationship. Intimacy is very, very important. The last thing that I want to touch base on is the fifth and final stage. It's engagement. Ah, the final stage is engagement. And it's, it's, it is like that love. It is more than like it for so many people. It's like you get to the place to where you're like, oh, man, I really love this, per- this person. Or for some people, I am in love. Oh. This is where you ultimately decide to pledge a lifelong commitment to your partner and take things to the next level. And this level of commitment comes with working together to plan a happy and fruitful future with each other. Listen, in all relationships, we have to understand 
that we are on the same team. And if you go into this thing with the mindset that I am not your enemy, I'm not here to fight against you. I am your partner. I'm your team member, game changer, hello. So even though you have made a commitment, it doesn't mean that your relationship will be, be without like ups and downs in the future. Ups and downs will happen in all relationships. The important thing is to learn to apologize and forgive when things go wrong and instead work together as a solid partnership to overcome any challenges that throws your, you know, that comes your way. Or get, you know, that curveball that comes and you didn't see it coming. It's okay. One thing that I live by is grace. Grace in relationships is a beautiful thing. It says to each other that we are imperfect, but I choose to extend to you grace because I understand that you're human, baby. I get it. You know what I'm saying? So listen, I look forward to healthy relationships. I do, I do, I do. I hope that so many people can experience love like they've never experienced love. And more importantly, I don't care what your past experience is. If you are stuck in what happened to you in the past, that tells me that you are not learning and growing or that you have not learned anything and you have not grown. But if you can take from those experiences and put yourself in a position to where you say, you know, that happened, allow yourself to feel in the moment of what that felt like to you, but learn and grow from it, I promise you, it will make you better and it will create a better person for that next stage and phase in your life. So embrace it. I want to thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you so much. And I look forward to our conversation next time. So as I always say, listen, you owe it to yourself to be good to yourself. Pay your debt, baby. You owe it to yourself to love.